I don't know where our intro music is, but welcome to the Don't Like, Don't, Don't Like, Don't Suffer Like Us podcast. Don't Suffer Like Us. <laughs> what was I going to say? Don't Like to Suffer Like uh, Us? Um, no. It's, it's one um, of those days, huh? so... It is. I was like pressing the play the music button and it just was not playing. Yeah. That's, you know, <laughs> you know? That's the, the thing about technology is it, it really does what it wants to. So don't suffer like us. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty, as Kimberly knows, I'm pretty uh, neurotic. Um, <laughs> and, you know, when we started this podcast, I was very particular. I was like, Okay, I'm going to edit everything. Everything's going to go. But then the pandemic happened and we had to go live. <laughs> and like since then, I have released a lot of uh, these preconceived notions of how complicated things have to be. Yeah. So, it's, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. It's, you know, yeah. it's both. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we just, we just do it because it's something that, you know, keeps us in touch. It also keeps us, you know, integrated into the material and, there's always something to talk about in regards to suffering and also in regards to yoga. So this week we're going to talk about the five koshas. (laughs) Well, we're going to start with the first kosha, the Anamaya kosha. Um, But if you're unfamiliar with the concept of the koshas, um, they are basically thought of as our very subtle bodies, that there's sheaths within sheaths, kind of like a, a sword sheath. I like to think of it more like the Matrushka dolls, you know, the um, mm-hmm. the, the Russian, Russian nesting dolls. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. where each one is smaller than the other. But in the sense of the koshas, each layer is a little bit thinner than the next. And each layer is necessary to get to that next level. Um, you know, it's basically through these experiences housing housed within this body is it's our human existence. Um, and the idea is if we balance our koshas, um, then we can have a more balanced life. And sometimes things are a little bit easier than said than done, but it's about working towards balance and integration versus excelling at it. Right. Yeah. Or getting Um, from point A to point Z in like, this is what you do. You know, that's, that's kind of not what these koshas are. They're more paying attention to how, you can integrate these things into your life and ideas for you to just understand so that you can get to a point where, you know, you feel more integrated and you feel more content and whole as a being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you probably have seen this meme and I believe that um, Kino McGregor has said it. I may be wrong. It may be some other yoga liberty, but that we are, um, meat suits being driven by a ghost or something like that. Um, you know, and the, that leads me to the first kosha, which is the Anamaya kosha, the food sheath. This is our physical body. Um, it's what we need to practice yoga. Without a physical body, asana is impossible, I would say. Yeah. Well, it's figurative floating around in your imagination. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Because this is your grossest, densest part of your existence, right? Like grossest as in like fullest, not like disgusting. Yeah. Um, what presents itself yeah. to the surrounding 
world too you know how how we physically you know evolve from being you know fetus to growing old and dying like yeah obviously this changes quite a bit for many yeah. of us throughout you know our lives yeah but it is existing you know in a way that we have to take care of yeah and you know depending if we're going on the biology of it not on the spiritual aspect because every people have various spiritual beliefs like it is the first part of us that comes into existence in a physical form and it is the last part of us to disintegrate, <laughs> you know, just on, in biological terms, right? Like we, we come into the world with a body and we leave the world with, we leave the body to the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then whatever you think happens after that, you know, and it's important that when we're thinking about our bodies, that we're looking at them in an aspect with compassion, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just accepting ourselves where we are today and with our physical body, making sure that we're making decisions that are, you know, healthy for us because we have to maintain our physical body, right? Like we have to eat, we have to sleep. Um, we have to, uh, do things that help mitigate stress, (laughs) Right. So like I was telling Kimberly earlier, I have a lot of stuff going on today. At some point, I'm going to jump on my spin bike and spin, you know, and uh, then do a little bit of asana. Um, And that's the way I'm going to help balance my body, you know, so because stress can lead to disease or dis-ease, as they say, um, or other issues. Injury. Injury. Yeah. Many times, you know, illness, things like that. So just really being in tune with how your body, you know, interacts in the world is going to be an important part of taking Mm -hmm. care of yourself. You know, if you're feeling pain and you're feeling, you know, starvation, like that's why Mm -hmm. it's really important when people are saying, oh, you know, we need to teach mindfulness and spirituality to people. But it's like if people don't have a place to sleep, if they don't have, you know, a clean environment if they don't have food like you can't just teach them to be spiritual you know we have to take care of these primal needs that we have in order to get more you know settle in our abilities to to integrate into the the ideas of this kind of philosophy too Mm -hmm. so if you're starving to death the last thing you really want to do is you know just be like okay we're gonna do triangle pose like it's not (laughs) realistic you know and and that's something that I think you know as yoga teachers we need to be mindful of is because if people don't have those basic needs then you know I for an example there was like a hurricane or something and there was an organization that was collecting yoga mats to send and I thought that that was like not the right thing to do. I understand the the point behind it, but these people like were without homes and food and, you know, like heat and light. And like, those are the things that they really needed, not props for practice, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the thing about our physical body is there's so many elements of it that we don't even feel, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think it's interesting to, think about it in, in its subtlety. Like 
just take a moment, Kimberly, because <laughs> you're here. <laughs> and feel your skin, like just without touching it. Feel it. And were you feeling that amount of your skin before or has that awareness shifted to a different part of your skin? It's probably shifted. I mean, I don't really like go through my day thinking about my skin that often. Exactly. That's the point. Unless I'm in (laughs) yoga and I'm like, stretch the skin and the top, you know, (laughs) otherwise I don't think about it. You don't think about it. And it's your largest (laughs) organ. And it's like that first barrier between you and the world, (laughs) you know, um, like, you know, (laughs) you know, if you you don't really think about your toes, right. Unless you stub them or, uh, you're wearing shoes that are uncomfortable or you're going into a chair pose, right. Or like a, a big toe hold pose or something like that. You might not really feel your toes until that point. Uh Our attention shifts to the area that we're focusing on. But in general, a lot of our physical body, we just don't feel. We just feel it as a whole. And I think unless you do embodied or like somatic practices where Mm -hmm. you're checking into those kind of things, like I think one of the biggest um, parts of learning about the koshas was in Thea's yoga nidra teacher training for me. And, um, you know, she talks about the subtleties because in yoga nidra, you're going from like this, this acknowledgement of mm-hmm. this whole body into yeah. this, you know, trying to get to that space of bliss and integration. So that's a really important kind of connection that she made for me um, in these, this idea, because before, you know, I, I wasn't necessarily thinking about that, you know? Mm-hmm. When somebody tells you, pay attention to your index finger or your little toe, more than likely you haven't paid attention to your index <laughs> finger or your little toe like in a regular basis. Right. Yeah. It's usually not until there's something that impacts your your little finger or your, or your toe right. um, that draws the awareness there. Um, yeah. And... I don't know what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, so our, the next thing, the next episode, we'll be discussing the pranamaya kosha. So this was the ananamaya kosha, the physical body. Um, this is the grossest or the most, the, the aspect of our body that has the most density and matter. Mm-hmm. And it's our vehicle that allows us to explore the other koshas as well as the world. So we will talk to you next week or talk at you, however you perceive, (laughs) (laughs) as we go into the second body or the second sheath. Yep. The second Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, you can always let us know on social media, Instagram or Facebook at Don't Suffer Like Us. And you can listen to the the podcast archives at don'tsufferlikeus.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you, Thea. And we are not getting any music. So (laughs) that's all. And we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.